Has your local footy club had a recent clangor or challenge? Well, Amy is here to help. The Amy Clangers for Good competition is back for 2024. This year, Amy are donating $10 for every clangor recorded during the AFL season with eight community clubs in the chance to win up to $15,000. If you want your club to go into the running in 100 words or less, tell us how Amy can help your club bounce back from a recent challenge. Enter now at amy.com.au forward slash clangers for good. That's amy.com.au forward slash clangers for good. T's and C's apply. KO's got you covered for this footy season with every game of every round live and ad break free during play. AFL, here we go. Carlton versus Melbourne with no ad breaks during play. That is going to be an absolute banger. Last time these two uh, got together, well, not the last time, when I was there, I kicked three. Freo versus Swans, live with no ad breaks during play, exclusive in Victoria. And the Hawks versus Saints, live with no ad breaks during play, is going to be an absolute blockbuster. It's a must win for both of these teams. And don't forget the NBA playoffs. Gee whiz, they are going off at the moment. So many big games to mention, and they will be absolutely enthralling. Watch every game live with both Eastern and Western conferences live with ESPN on KO. There's absolutely plenty of room for everyone, so get on board with KO. Now also available on Hubble. Yes, welcome back to Dylan Friends. This week on the podcast, Ali Day. Alistair Day, Iron Man superstar. This guy's done it all. He's an incredible guest, incredible guy. To be honest, we connected a long time ago on Instagram. Always wanted to get him on the pod and yeah, he was in town. We linked up, had a chat and this would have to be one of the most just, I don't know, just really cool charts. We just got along so well. A bit of a bromance going on. Well, there was for my way anyway, but I'd love to, yeah, just love this guy. Had such an awesome outlook on life. Loved his, um, yeah, just loved everything he's done. So it was pretty cool to sit down and chat with him and, and learn a lot about his career and, and what he's been up to. And obviously, you'll, you'll love to learn that he's uh, been a big fan of the show for a while. So that even meant a lot um, from his path too. So hope you love it. Um, yeah, as I said, training... Ironmans, being a father, um, entrepreneur, so much more and some incredible feedback, uh, incredible, sorry, um, life lessons that he's been through as well, some good times, bad times and, and everything else in between. So I hope you enjoyed. I know you will. Uh, Illy XX and love you all. Hi fam, it's Dylan's mum, Deborah. This is Dylan Friend. He gives you a back rub and says, you know, you're going well, Brian. Oh, special. Get comfortable, uncomfortable. Mm. Just keep showing up and find a way. Cam was so nervous he couldn't swallow water. Carrying a sheet of paper with six names and said, Chief, we've got to cut these six blokes. Wow, shut up. I've just been barbed by a stingray, mate. I'm just yelling at him, you saved my life, you saved my life, you saved my life. Thank you, thank you. I spent the last, I think it was a couple of weeks in jail. The deepest, darkest moments often bring about our biggest highs. I listen to fan. obviously listen like yeah. big fan of the podcast. Oh man, you don't have yeah, to say big that. Note to myself, do you know what's funny? Last time someone said they're a big fan of the podcast, Luke Hodge came in and he's like, Oh, big fan of the show, man. I'm like, what's your favorite episode? He's like, Oh you can't Nathan say that, Buckley. Actually. And I'm like, I've never had him on this. <laughs> I've never had him on. Nah. I've never had him on. Is there so. one person you want to get? You. No, you don't want yeah, me. No, I'm, I, at the, I'm at the bottom No, eh? no, mate. We've really some great people. For, yeah. Have, it, I'm gonna put you on the spot again. Have you what ones have you enjoyed you've had? <sighs> recently or yeah, like in first year so yeah. first one i'll go tell you this story yeah. when i first found the podcast the dylan friends podcast i was staying at my mother-in-law's house in kyber in an off season and we were going down to get um some like chocolate or ice cream like i'm a big fiend in mm. both of those in the off season are you <laughs> i'm actually more of a sweat like a candy guy okay, Stale, like, like milk bars and stuff yeah i'm like milk real, bars. yeah you know like milk bars do you have <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah i love yeah. like candy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Kel, my wife loves that stuff yeah. but i was like i'll go down and get it and and I jumped in the car and the logo came up and I was like, what's this? 
and started listening. And I listened to the Jeremy Cameron podcast. Wow, that was like the fourth episode with, or something with the boat. Yeah, like the, and I just was like, "Fuck, this is this is so funny." And then just sort of have gone, you know, the whole way, almost like the whole way through most of them. Hey, that's unbelievable. Yeah, man. but I, I guess we'll like talk about it in my story today. Like, I'm, you can learn so much, hey, from other people. You know what's really cool about that? I got goosebumps. I really appreciate you. you ch- I didn't realize that you actually listened to the I show. Yes, and I went back. You went back. That's a, that's a lot of content <laughs> went, to get through. Went, went back to, to episode four. But Before, um, wait, I'll say what I was going to say then. I was going to say, it's really cool you do that because I think as athletes, and maybe this is an old school mentality of it, it's like, I was like, fuck what? Fuck learning from other people. Mm. I'm going to stay true to myself, especially as a single athlete. You know, yeah. when you're like a, you know, you are your own yeah. vessel and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, you can yeah. stay strong. But I think we're getting a lot better at knowing what we can actually learn from a lot of people now. And the hey. best guys do. Like, yeah, we don't 100%. have all the answers to shit. Nah, that's why you're doing such, like, you guys are doing such a good job. Like, you get the best people on there. Like, that guy from the Giants, who is it? His was unreal too. Nick Haynes? Yeah, Nick Haynes. Was the, the performance guy. anxiety guy? Or? No, maybe it was the guy that, like, he, I don't know if you'd remember because you've done so many. He like reached out to someone on uh, oh, Matt DeBall. Yeah, about the his was unreal. Yeah, he's a he's a psycho. Yeah, like you no. played with him, like you know him. Hey, like he's, he's a psycho. Yeah. yeah, like just in the, in the best way possible. He's a weapon. Hey, he's a weapon. Yeah, yeah. he's he's very um, switched like, on. Just, like anything, you can just pick up like one thing. It's like, oh, that made me feel better today, or I'm gonna try that again tomorrow. Like, but yeah, mate, it's it's that's that's sort of where the. Um, where I started listening. Oh, I appreciate it, man. That's that's, that's really... a good one. He had Brett Canellan on the other week too. I did. Hey? Yeah, great guy, isn't yeah. he? So did... he's from my hometown, Kiama. Yeah, Kiama. Kiama, yeah. fuck. Get down okay. there, mate. Kiama. Yeah. So that's where the inspired boys are from. Yeah. They've made it incredibly famous now. It must that was be me. Yeah, it was, you. <laughs> it was you first. They're like, who's Ali Day? Yeah. They don't even know who I am. Hey. Um, the other one just on that Jeremy Cameron story, which is funny because we couldn't really tell the true story mm. of that podcast. If people go back, please don't listen to it. It's embarrassing now that you. It's a long time ago, but that story is actually mm. a lot more hectic than he told because at the time we are both playing and you couldn't really tell the full story. Of but course, him and, yeah. Him and Dawson Simpson nearly died. Um, yeah, they. I don't know what the story was in the end, but I remember we had to dumb it down a little bit because they were fishing off the reef of, mm. in Sydney off the heads and their boat flipped. They had a dog. Oh, sorry, I don't think they bought the dog with them that day, but the dog would have definitely have unfortunately passed away if it did. And they were oh, yeah. swimming in their clothes, getting crushed up against the rocks. The yeah. boat went crushed up against the rocks and everything. It's an unbelievable story. Yeah. Um, like when I heard, like it was obviously, if you go back and listen, it's yeah. a funny retail of the story, right? Yeah. But he's a great storyteller. But that the real story of that is even more hectic, which- um, I'll ask him. Yeah, go ask him. Yeah. It's really, really Don't good. Don't know we'll him, have to get I'll him back him. on today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Ali, man, I'm really pumped for today. It's going to be awesome. Hey, explain an Ironman. Yeah, so an Ironman race is made up of like three legs or yep. four legs, sorry. So like a swim- a board paddle, a ski paddle, and a run. So, yeah. like, it can be anywhere from, like, a four-hour race to, like, a 15-minute race. The order can always change. And, obviously, a lot of people get confused. Like, they think, like, when they think Ironman, they think, like, triathlon. So, like, even throughout school, everyone was like, how are you, oh, yeah. go- how are you going with bike riding and that? I'm like, I don't, we don't ride bikes. Like, everything is, everything is purely done in the surf. So, like, you can turn up, obviously, to a spot like Portsea, you know what I mean, and it's eight foot, but you can turn up to Noosa and it's it's – there's, it's half a foot sort of mm-hmm. thing. So, um, yeah, board, swim, ski, run. It can be all different orders, as I said. So it's um, one day it could be like board first and you could be swimming last. Another day it could be ski first and, you know, board paddling last and use that run sort of to to so like to transition each each of those legs. So 
Yeah, it's a um, yeah, it's a great sport. I love it. I mean, being a bit biased, I think like anyone that hasn't watched it yeah. come come like goes and watches it and goes shit. That's like that's pretty impressive and it's it's actually really entertaining. And not you know you're <clears> extremely <throat> humble man, but to to I don't need to gas you up any more than than you need to be. But like you are the goat of this like sport. You're an incredible athlete. You've I had to write down the stats because there's so many of them. But <laughs> eight time cool and got a gold winner, four time Nutrigrain series winner. Um, there's so much more stuff there that I would already be in the introduction. Mm. Don't want to embarrass you uh, when you sit in there, but it's it's <laughs> incredible. Like, how did you get into it? Why were you drawn to it? Because it's in the in the nicest way possible. It's it, a pretty. I couldn't think of anything worse. Like, it's it's mm. a it's a very like hard sport. sport. Yeah, it's a seriously hard sport. I think all sports are hard. Like, obviously, you come from that footy background yeah. and. That's tough too. Everything has its like elements of uh, it being like mentally or physically tough. Like, you know, I watch the footy on the weekend. It's like, I'd love to do that, but I just know that I, I couldn't. But I was just, I guess growing up, mum and dad involved us in so many different sports. We lived, you know, a couple of hundred meters from um, a couple of beaches in Kaima, which obviously played into our hands. And I think it just started with like swimming, like swimming clubs, swimming training and things like that. And just the love of the ocean sort of took over there. Like you'd have the lifestyle of finishing school and, and going to the beach every afternoon. And, and throughout the summer, once you got old enough, you went to the beach on your own, you started surfing. And I think like the next progression was like, okay, mum and dad wanted us to keep us safe in the water. And and joining like nippers was, was that. So um, yeah, we started... I was pretty like average, you know, probably below average as a nipper, but I was good in the water. Like I could handle myself and I was pretty confident with what I could do. But, you know, I was a late bloomer. I didn't sort of like really make a run at it till I was, you know, year 12, like 18, 19 years old sort of thing. So it's, um, I think I always say it like to kids when I'm, when I'm speaking, it's like, it's, you know, like everyone thinks that like, you know, I was sponsored and winning races from the get go, but it's taken like I'm 33 in a month's time and I'm, it's taken that long. Do you know what I mean? It just takes time, doesn't it? Hundred percent. It takes a long time, and especially with what we, what we see now in in everything. Like, I think young people. I spoke to um, Chris Judd a long time ago, and there was mm. this sense of like ego, mm. and we can get mixed up with ego. I feel a lot when we're younger males, mm. and we like want things now. Mm. And I think a lot of the time we get drilled into us it, like you can't have that an ego. Like ego is bad. Ego is mm. not a good thing to have, and. Chris Judd like flipped my whole mentality on it that ego is actually a really good thing. Mm. You need to have an ego, but more importantly, you need to do the work first mm. to have the ego. So it's like you got to understand at the start, yeah, things aren't going to go my way, but you got to want those things to then of be course. 33 and then they actually start coming. Of Otherwise, course, if they eh? don't, they'll never be there. No, no. I was lucky, I think, because because I had that sort of a bit of a late, I was a late bloomer, so things weren't as easy for me. So it's taught me so much about like work ethic and discipline to – to this, I still do the same stuff that I'm doing today. And I think that's honestly, at the end of the day, that's got me to where I am, which, you know, you read out the accolades and things like that. There'd be no way, you know, I thought I'd be sitting here today talking about that sort of stuff. But yeah, as I said, I've had amazing people, family, my wife around me, you know what I mean? And my dad was like a, he was a PE teacher at home and and he taught some of the, the guys that were racing in the, the Uncle Toby's or the Nutri-Grain series at that time. And I think, I don't know if it was the same for you, you know, with footy, but as soon as you sort of see it, you know, I could see that they were doing that. Yeah. I was like, I want to do that. Yeah. So you can see it, you can achieve it, you can yeah. do it. Yeah. They were like heroes, right? I was like, man, that's pretty cool. They're going out and like, you know, 10 foot surf and they're not scared and they look fit. It looks pretty, that looks pretty good. But I guess at that stage, you don't, you don't know what, what's, what it's going to require in terms of like hard work and discipline and things like that. But yeah, I'm sure as hell that I'm glad that, you know, mum and dad signed us up. Um, to be a nipper at like eight years old, 
It's pretty cool. I want to speak about the nippers thing. You I did don't know. It? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'd never did nippers. And it's one of like, um, oh, I've got so many questions like bumping around in my head right now. But I'm going to, I want to precursor one. And yeah. I want to come back to it. Okay. This yeah, is yeah, one yeah. of really yeah, unorthodox yeah. way of doing this, but I just don't want to forget it. Because mm. the, the thing you mentioned before about when you were, you sort of late bloomer. Mm. So you're saying like you probably weren't where you were early no. and you have to work to where you wanted to yeah, be. I want to yeah, talk yeah. about what changed and what went in that period. Mm. But before we do, mm. I want to come back and talk about nippers. Because yeah, I like the nippers. I was speaking to um, Brett. I think I don't know if it was actually on the podcast or maybe off the podcast mm. about nippers and um, we were talking before about being young fathers and um, for me when I was living in Sydney I'm a big visualization guy and like I love mm. the ocean love the water and for me when we're trying to you know start a family the biggest thing for me was like imagining my kids doing nippers yeah and I just okay. like, like have this really I, I just I don't know what it was I just what did to- you see nippers like at when you were living in Sydney, like yeah, yeah, we doing always, it on a Sunday. And yeah, things like going that. down on Sunday, Bronte, you'd see like the nippers run in, and that was when I like that earning to be a dad was there, and like I know how my relationship with the ocean yeah. and like how special that is, but I'm not very confident like, as mm. I want to be in it. Like yeah. you know, I love the, I would do anything in the water, mm. but you know, the water can change like that, and I've yeah. been taught those skills early, and I was yeah. always just thinking, fuck, you know, whenever I have a kid, like nippers is the I'm way gonna, to go, yeah, because to grow up with the ocean and be comfortable, it's. One of the biggest gifts you can have, I reckon, to give it give a child. Yeah, I think it is. I always say that to you know. I was writing out like a bio the other week, mm. and I said to my wife, "It's a bit embarrassing." I was like, "What am I good at?" And she's like, "I was like, I feel like all I'm good at is is you know like being an Iron Man." And she's like, "Yeah, that's like such a good gift." Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, it's pretty shit though." Like, well, I don't like. I'm not like you. They can sit here and go, "Yeah, well, you know, I run this." this epic podcast and I can do this, I can oh, do that. I was like- Yours is better to be honest. No, nah, <laughs> no. Nah, well, I cool. think, but I, then, then when I think about it, it's like, you know, the, the connection that I have with the ocean, like oh. you do as well, is is pretty special. And I definitely want like our our kids, particularly Danny at the moment, like to have that, um, that understanding and respect of like mother nature as well as just how how amazing it actually is. Mm. It can change your day. I can, 100%. I, Oh, I get like. Do you swim I, down like where do you do you, do you go for a swim down here at like St no, Kilda or I like, don't I don't and it's it's something that I like I don't live near the coast in Victoria yeah, yeah. I live on like the northern north side and it's something that I really struggled with was mm. like that seasonal change when moving states yeah and I was in the beach every day like every single day I'd go down the water in, at Sydney? in Sydney where yeah. would you go oh, I'd go to Bronte Clavelli it's so nice there North Bondi is amazing North too. Bondi I'd sit on the hill yeah listen to the bongo drums you know <laughs> inhale a bit of secondhand marijuana. <laughs> On the get, the, get the slack yeah. line out. <laughs> yeah, just just start, you know, playing down ball with everyone. But um, yeah, that was a really big thing for me. I never realised how much impact it was having until mm. I got home. Mm. I didn't have it anymore, mm. and that's where you know that talking shit. That's where now I had to sort of change it from you know water spaces to green spaces. Yeah, and that's why I play a lot of golf now, and no I sort way. of talk to like the trees and you know have fun. And I get my nature that way. Yeah. Um, but when I go back to Sydney again, it's it's about that water, water. getting back in touch and. You never regret getting wet, man. Like, no. you just, do you ever go down the coast here or like? I don't. I don't. It's because is it the weather? It's the weather. Yeah, and it's just not the same. Like, it's just when, different. Yeah, when you swim at Miami and it's you know, yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. I know what you mean. It's not the same. It's yeah. You'd probably get the same effects, but you probably aren't feeling as yeah. As good walking out a windy coastline. No, you know, like even when I got off the plane, then it's like you get a little bit of that coldness, obviously, yeah. on the Gold Coast, but it it fades away throughout the day. Yeah. And there's other things, like I said, the green, the golf, like we've got cool things. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be in water all the time. But no, Melbourne's do. unreal. The it's beaches in the coastline, like I've, I've spent, a, I've raced here heaps, like at Torquay and, you know, Lawn and obviously Portsy, you know, and different That's places. That's a scary beach, Portsy. Yeah, very scary. Yeah. Yeah, I remember like turning up for like my, 
my first or first, maybe it was my first or second year in the series. And, and you know what it's like when you're young, you don't know obviously anything. Mm. And we're on this like massive uh, bus that, that all the guys were racing, were sort of traveling on. And we pulled up at Portsea and I remember all the guys on the bus just going, I hope it's massive. And I'm sitting there going, please, I just, just don't be as bad as what it's going to be. And, and when you stand at Portsea, it's like, I don't know if it's changed, but you look sort of look over the head, look over the hill and you can sort of watch the waves roll and you're like, it doesn't look too bad. But then when you get down- And you're on your stomach. And yeah, you're, and you're yeah. like, that's big. So yeah. I remember getting there and everyone was just like, all the older guys are like cheering. I was like, no, what am I going to do today? Like, how am I going to survive this? So um, yeah, thankfully, like I'm sitting here now, got, got away unscathed, but it just, you know- Again, it, it humbles you so much, our sport, because you can be the best, um, but you're up against obviously Mother Nature, and that's what you're training training in those elements every single day. So you definitely have moments where you know I'm training next to a 16 year old kid, and I'm losing my ski, and you know getting beaten badly in a session, or you know not winning races. But it just goes to show that you just got to, I guess, like respect it and oh, it's the adapt to it, right? 100. But Nippers is like it's it's probably obviously not as big down here because yeah. of the weather but i know that there's still a lot of people that come out of this state that that love it and do really well at it too you're with the um ocean before we talk about you know the connection to it mother nature all those bits and pieces mm. is there anything for you that stands out for a time to separate competing versus just enjoyment or even like fear of the ocean where you have been humbled in a space like yeah yeah it's definitely been times mate where even like now it's I sort of like over the last couple of years, it's hard to sometimes enjoy the ocean because it's my job. Yeah. If that makes sense. So like every time I go to the beach in the afternoon, it's the best part of my day. Like we swim in the pool in the morning and the afternoon we go to the beach and I'm lucky that, you know, it's, it's only a couple of hundred meters from my house, but more often than not, it's you're there with a board, a ski, you're running, you're doing an Ironman session. You kind of don't really go for, you don't stay out after like you're a kid and you catch waves and you're bored. You sort of, as soon as the session finishes, you you race off and do the next thing. So that's Mm. something that, I've got to get better at it and I'm working on it at the moment, just enjoying it. And I think with Kel and Danny, like we get down there like most, almost every day. So you get that, you do have that special connection. And um, I think, what was the other thing you asked? Like it was like- Has it ever humbled you in any way? Yeah, like, yeah. It's like when you race in, in big stuff, definitely, because you have no control of what's going to happen. Mm. Um, so it does get scary. And, and for sure, like when I was- eight, nine years old, I still remember like doing the state titles for the first time and, and swimming the whole swim leg with, with my head up because I didn't want to put my head in the water. So it just takes it just takes time. It's incredible to hear for anyone like they're listening, someone at the top of their game like that still, you know, on an, honest enough to have fears in the ocean. Because yeah. it is as as we said, it's, it's such scary. a beautiful place, but it's scary as Yeah, like too. you know you said that, that the ego thing before. And yeah. I hate to be and I've definitely been there. I've been in that space where I've turned up to the beach and been like, no, I've got this. And But deep, deep down, I'm like, I'm actually shitting myself. So I'll oh, definitely yeah. tell, you know, my coach and just say, hey, mate, like, I am a little bit scared today. Like, what, you know, but again, like, again, that's a, there's that experience. I've done it so many times now and, and also know that there's not much point, like, trying to worry about it. Like, you just got to go out and... And just focus on yourself. But it is scary. Yeah, 100%. Like, you know, last couple of years we've raced it, um, you know, a couple of times where it's been, you know, double overhead sort of thing. And you've got skis and boards and, you know, meters of whitewash and, and things like that coming mm. at you. And, you know, it, stuff can happen in the ocean, can't it? Oh, it can. Mm. 100%. Mm. Um, back to that time before, mm. we are talking about to get to where you are now mm. what changed what changed in the was it just consistently grinding was it just a period of was there an epiphany was there a conversation you had yeah. with someone or multiple oh, there's, things there's probably multiple things yeah. mate. I a- hate that I, I've gone away from this whole thing of 
I hate this thing of like a crucible moment. Yeah, the there's sliding no, doors. There's moment no one moment. No. Like there's millions of little things that yeah. get you to where you are. hundred percent. It would yeah. have been the same with, with you, right? Mm. Like it's not just that, you Delisting. know, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> one day. Just, it just happened, it right? Was, it, it happened twice. Yeah. <laughs> no, not delisting. Like getting picked <laughs> no, up, mate. <laughs> uh, you, you, need a, you need to, um, you know, you need a bloody... You're a freak, mate. No, no, don't worry. I do it on the pod. I tell these boys how good I am off camera a lot. So it's, it's definitely- <laughs> To get to where you got yeah, to, though, it just yeah. doesn't require- Like, you've got to be no, a lot better than- Well, it's it's not even that. One thing that I'm most proud of- Look, I'll ask you a question I'm talking about myself. But one thing I'm most proud of is the uh, when I speak to young guys at mm. the footy clubs, I went back and spoke to the Giants recently. Mm. And it's weird how it happens because when I left, you know, not fulfilling what I thought I could have done, I was mm. like, my one thing- is I'd love to be welcome back here one day and talk to the young guys. Yeah. Like that was what my goal was. Yeah. And then I got invited back to do it and I was like, this is fucking awesome. So I reflected on that. And my biggest thing about sport, which I think is one of the greatest lessons and why we're so lucky to anyone who goes in any sport, no matter what it is, is mm. there's talent and there's like uh, habits. Mm. And, you know, I that old analogy of talent gets you so far, yeah, like whatever, that's true. Mm. But the other part of it is that even if you have great habits in sport, things might not always go your way, mm. but it teaches you that like once you go into the real world with those habits that you continue in high-performance sport, you're going to succeed Yeah, because massively. You, you can just continue them on mm. the outside of the stuff. So I, when I left, I was a bit disheartened. And don't get me wrong, I didn't always have good habits when mm. I played and I still don't now, but mm. I put myself in a position where I wanted to succeed it didn't work in that field, but I've kept those habits and used 100%. them into the next thing. That's why your story's great. Well, it's you're a like lot putting of- putting yourself out there, like you said, like you're like making a podcast, like however, however many years ago it was. And people Five years like, actually now. And people Five are like, years, oh, yeah. fuck, like, you know. Look, it's not, it's it's, it's it's a lot of fortuitous and timing and stuff too. Like, again, the podcast wasn't even a thing when I started it. So, mm. it's a bit, bit weird, but it's like anyone, man. It's, it's just this one plays out a bit more public because I talk about you're it all the time. Isn't it weird though, right? Like- you don't know what you know. So, like, you no look idea. at you now. Oh, Like, mate. if someone said, like, oh, bro, you're going to be, like, really good at this. Yeah. You're like, what? I still don't know how this works, to be honest. We <laughs> pinch ourselves every day just like that we're here. So, yeah. I think it's just a mix of gratitude, getting up and having a crack. And yeah, someone, another really good one is, um, you know, if you, and you, you'll, we'll get onto your entrepreneurial style later with all your stuff you're doing with your gyms and your um, skincare. But it's like, if you're not embarrassed by your first few things you did, like you started way too late. Yeah, you know? of so like you got to make some mistakes. Yeah. You got to the ego thing. It's like you got to know when to use your ego. Then you got to know when to just fuck it off. Yeah, no, you're right in terms of like the formula. I think just stays the same. Yeah, that's what sport has taught me so much. Like if if it all had to stop tomorrow, if it was all said and done, like I know I'd be okay because I just use the same things. In the helped. next thing. Yeah, yeah, that would have been really cool um, to know that. Oh, to know that, but just to go back and speak to the Giants. Yeah, oh, it was. It was so cool, and you know, I, I didn't want to be the person being like, I want them all to go play three hundred games and win yeah, flags, 100%. but I also just want you to know, it's okay. It's okay, man, because yeah. the skills that you have of like mm. being in a high performance environment, you know, chatting to stakeholders, um, mm. receiving and giving feedback, you know, not getting your way, getting dropped, getting re-signed, mm. doing contract negotiations. These are things that like 1% of the population get to do. Oh, you just never hear about it. And you, you never get to know that. And the no. same thing with the stuff you you do. Like, yes, winning all these accolades is awesome, but mm. nearly the, the best thing that you can do is just like it's all the stuff those in little between, thing in the right? way. It's yeah. like the injuries, the setbacks, yeah. like, you know, not just those two things, but all the stuff you go through. Yeah. Um, yeah, it leads you to where you are today. So I'm, I'm so like, so grateful that my mum and dad like, 
just pushed, not pushed us, but like got us into that. Yeah. In a Did sport. they? What were your parents like? KO's got you covered for this footy season with every game of every round live and ad break free during play. AFL, here we go. Carlton versus Melbourne with no ad breaks during play. That is going to be an absolute banger. Last time these two uh, got together, well, not the last time, when I was there, I kicked three. Freo versus Swans, live with no ad breaks during play, exclusive in Victoria. And the Hawks versus Saints, live with no ad breaks during play, is going to be an absolute blockbuster. It's a must win for both of these teams. And don't forget the NBA playoffs. Gee whiz, they are going off at the moment. So many big games to mention, and they will be absolutely enthralling. Watch every game live with both Eastern and Western conferences live with ESPN on KO. There's absolutely plenty of room for everyone, so get on board with KO. Now also available on Hubble. Speaking now, and this is what I'm in the conundrum of, yeah. I suppose, you know, very dad, early. Yeah. yeah, it's like what the best lesson I learned from my mum and dad was just love, you know, like yeah. as, as silly as that sounds, like I could have done anything and they'd just be so happy with it. Mm. But then, you know, that nature versus nurture, it's, I don't know, like I feel... Yeah. I'm like, do you do you help, you know, do you yeah. give feedback? You know, I've got all these fucking quotes in my head that I want to <laughs> yeah. regurgitate to them. Like, but I'm like, is that going to turn him off? You yeah, know, I don't know. I know. So I think you just got to be there, don't you? Like, that's- Yeah, I think so. I think like with, with, with me, I've got such a great wife, but it's more yeah. following her lead a little bit. Definitely you learn from your mum and dad. Uh, but my mum and dad's obviously sounded really similar to yours. Like, yeah. like, they just loved us. Yeah. And wanted like there was ever when I finished year twelve there was like no pressure to like go to uni or to like get a job or, or anything like that it was just like if you really want to have a crack of being an Ironman like we'll help you do that even so when cool. I did my first two years as like a a professional down in New South Wales living under their roof them supporting me until mm. I got good enough to like move away to Queensland and and they helped with every bit of that so it's it's just nuts how how much influence your parents have oh it's crazy they did so much for me mate i think of it now it's probably similar to yours they drive you everywhere yeah i met my mum did my assignments like just like cooked for me cleaned for me like Mm. paid for everything so even now like they still want to do that stuff isn't it crazy once you become a parent Mm. you this may hard without even crying but you realize oh how much people love you oh yeah you know like i know my mum and that love me but like you just you don't you don't know until you've got your own and now it's like i'm doing everything yeah and then even the weirdest one was like my aunties and stuff mm. i was like because you know when i don't know if you have brothers or sisters and when they have kids or mm. there's kids around you and you're an uncle or nephew you're like i didn't know my auntie loved me like this yeah i know, you know? i, I know yeah, it's, it's so weird, weird. i'm like you I'm might like, not even like see eye to eye yeah, to them and then but like, they love you you know yeah. and like and i love my nieces and nephews yeah. and like i didn't know my uncle loved me yeah. like that yeah which is they do it's a cool connection to have were you um emotional when Maxie was born yeah i um it's more so for me not the big moments it's like the little ones yeah you know like just i'll be driving and just think what the fuck's going on My you dad. know like those yeah. bits the pieces and like yeah. being called a dad is is really cool but it's cool when you get to throw that line out there yeah i'm a dad or like yeah. i remember getting married i was like yeah my wife yeah and my then, wife yeah. my dad oh, my, how weird does it sound when you, yeah, you first start saying it <laughs> well, i remember being like when danny was born like when he came out it was like danny's such a cool name it's a cool name yeah. hey. is it danny just danny yeah i love that a lot of people get annoyed when people go like daniel yeah don't, it, no, it danny, i'm like danny, no, no, it's danny yeah fuck off yeah. i really like the obviously like the danny day and i think if we have other kids i've just got to go with the d now yeah uh like so we've got Kardashians. some great names yeah <laughs> dylan well there you, there go. you go i actually really like dill for a girl well my mate yesterday darcy yeah. shout out to darcy not this darcy another darcy also handsome he <laughs> 
<laughs> his daughter's name's Dylan. Dylan. No way. Uh, yeah, Dylan Muller. Oh, so I was like, Great for me, name. I was like, what a good name. Like, it's an I, awesome name. That. Obviously famous from Charlie's Angels. Uh, yeah. Drew Barrymore was Dylan in that. Mm. But yeah. yeah, I remember having a moment, sorry, mate, in hospital yeah. and, and just like holding him. And we had like a speaker in our hospital room. We stayed, we stayed for like, four or five days and yeah, I loved same. it oh mate it was great a lot, of people, a lot of people didn't I didn't want to go no nah, neither they were like uh, oh he might have to stay because he's got um, what's it called jaundice like, yes yeah I was like, I'd, I wouldn't mind staying. Yeah. It's quite good. Like, yeah. yeah. A lot of people were like, nah, I just want to get out of there. But I loved it. It was just that, just such a special time. But I remember listening to um, Landslide by, who's that by? Um, Dixie Chicks. Not Dixie Chicks. Who does like the, is it Landslide by Fleetwood Mac? Oh, Landslide. Yeah, sorry, Fleetwood Mac. I think there's a Dixie Chicks <laughs> version that I like. There is a really yeah. good Dixie Chicks <laughs> version that I was only listening to the other day. We can go with the Dixie Chicks version. But I remember just having that song in the background. Kel was laying in the bed and I was just holding him and I remember mm. just like just tears like streaming yeah. down my face being like, wow, how am I? It's so, it's so, oh, so And the then best. you see and it's just like, you're like, how the fuck is that Mine. me? Yeah. I'm like, I'm in there. Yeah. I'll go run a real weird one before this gets a bit weird, but um, I'll have to show you the photo. Oh, I took it on Jazz's phone. I've got plenty on mine, but- Yeah, you have any photos of Max? Yeah, I've got some great photos, but the one thing I love doing the most and when I'm like really- you know, really grateful of everything is like when, you know, he hasn't been sleeping that well lately and sometimes oh, so good. the Juz will be like in bed and she's got like her eye mask on and we're both just cooked. <laughs> That's and, the best. And she'll be like laying there with him and they're both like sleeping and mm. then I'll just like watch them sleep. Oh, it's And beautiful. you just take, like sometimes I take photos yeah, of the flash and wakes them up and ruins yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like the... You know, nah. that's a really cool part. I really it was like something, so I heard it on something. It was like recording and just taking as many photos and oh. videos and things like that yeah. as you can. The like, videos are the, that you have any uh, like blokes out there listening, hmm. the best thing you can do in hospital is just film the fuck yeah, out of everything. Did you film the verse? I filmed everything. Everything. It, was that just a normal, not like a, uh, um, not a C-section? A normal no, birth? C-section. We had a C-section. Yeah. I'll have to show you the C-section. I've got the video there. <laughs> He's, mate, the C-section when he just gets put, you're just like, what the fuck? That's it was, great you filmed yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah, even like, cool. even Danny's like, we've got like a lollipop, this app called Lollipop, like it's a camera in his room. Yeah. And sometimes Kel will just be in there like reading him a story and I'll just like oh, record cool that. Shit. That's the cool like, shit. That's, see, that's the moments of when you're yeah. not actually there. Like there was this other time where- Jazz was feeding him and he was like going, like talking for the first sort of time. Yeah, and I was yeah. in bed and I, like they thought I was asleep, but I was just like watching it. Yeah. yeah. I get, I'm really bad. Sorry, mate. I'm, we're just talking about being a dad. Yeah, here, I know. But I know. Like, it's fine. I, I I've got to get so much better at like, like just being present with him. Yeah. So I'll oh, go mate. into his room at night and I've just mm. got home from training and it's, um, you know, Kel's there lay, laying there reading him a story. And I'm, I'm thinking about. I know, man. Tomorrow. And I'm like. Oh, I've got to pack my bag and I've got to get up at this time and I'm doing this. And like, it's all stuff that I'm like, what am I doing? Oh, man. And you can get yourself like he's sitting really there down. right there. He wants me to read his book. And I'm like, nah, sorry, mate. Like, um, yeah. Gets me down. No, me too, bro. And like, he's not even, you know, he's only eight weeks at the moment. But mm. there's parts of my, and Jazz is really good at this for me. Like, she gives me some really, mm. I think all, all good partners are just some really honest, sort of, not, not rude feedback, good, but just good like, stuff. yeah, good yeah. stuff. And, you know, you only have a, a, these kids for not like long until they're you know kids, know. and you don't want to ruin it. But I um, I'm the same, mate. Like I'm getting a lot better at it. But the one thing I try and do now is, Jazz actually makes me like delete my um apps on the weekend. 
Yeah, right. So I did the last weekend, which embarrassingly was so much harder than I thought it was going to be. And what, is that just like mainly just social media? Just to media? get the fuck off my phone and just be present in, like, you know, on the weekends I have family time. So it's Do like, you have a moment where you're like, oh, I've just better run back and- Mate, I, I have times where I'm like- instantly going on fucking safari and trying to log in on that like that's how bad the addiction <laughs> oh, is no, it's know. sickening and i'm, yeah. I'm embarrassed to admit it like i've got yeah. a newborn I'm son i'm like that too yeah. man i think a lot of us are hey oh, it's 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 hard take a leaf out of your book mate no i need one out of yours but we should get the boys together yeah 100 yeah. mate. It could yeah. be a couple, couple, couple of nippers there danny and max the boys yeah. <laughs> there you go fucking <laughs> it could be when you come onto the gold coast mate there's oh, uh, yeah there's some boards there for him and mate. we'll get him out in the ocean so hey. miami yeah miami yeah when I used to go up to my um, the Gold Coast as a kid, yeah, go to the you know, theme parks, yeah, and, yeah, hundred uh, percent, everything. Go to um, Ripley's Believe It or Not, yeah, and uh, the Wax Museum, yeah, and yeah, we go there all breath. the time. Hog's breath. <laughs> <laughs> you take Danny to Hog's breath? No, I've been Hog's breath. Then Ripley's Believe It or Not, and you drive down that highway. And it'd be like Miami High. That's it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That so was, I'm right near Miami High. That was so cool. That's As cool, a kid, isn't it? You, you were yeah, like, yeah. whoa, that's like an American. I'm on the Gold Coast. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, mate, so sidetracked. No, but I sorry, love it. Mate. Speaking um, training-wise, mm. what do you do? Yeah, so um, you swim every morning or most yeah. mornings. And, How and far? Five to seven Ks. In the ocean? No, in the pool. In the so pool. everything's in the pool. Yeah. Uh, not everything. That you train for your swimming in the ocean in the pool. Five Ks is 50 laps. Yeah, it'd be like so if it's if it's no, a meter pool. No, so fifty meters. He's got me on the spot here. My math's terrible as well. But yeah, so like two laps is a hundred meters. Hundred laps. So like twenty laps is like a K. So five K is like a hundred laps. Hundred laps. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. And then a short course pool, like so this morning I saw in a twenty five meter pool, it's four laps. laps. So it's like two hundred laps for five. It's a lot of it's a lot of laps. Yeah, it is. So you do that. Yeah. And that's kind of like the first thing you I would have started doing as like an eight year old, you know, not that far. And then you get on like the little nipper boards you would have seen at like Bronte Beach. They're like foam. Then they become fiberglass. And yep. then when you get to a certain age, like fifteen, you get on like what's called like a mal. And then um, you're on once you get to another age, like the another age group, like two age two age groups up in like the nineties, you then paddle a ski. So like a kayak, but it's in the in the surf. Yep. So. Um, yeah, we swim every morning. During the day, it's either like a gym session or a running session. And then the afternoon, like we sort of said before, it's the best part of the day. You get to go to the beach. It's always different. You're either on a ski or a board. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of those sessions during the week, you're doing, um, you know, Ironman sessions. So they're kind of like our bread and butter. And it just similar to, I guess, what it was like with you with footy, mate. You have some sessions that are just skill-based, some that are fitness-based, some that are a bit of a mix in between. And I think overall it's maybe like 15, 16 sessions a week sort of thing. Fucking hell. Yeah, depending on the time of the year, right? So like training for a race at the moment, like we start, this is our first week back training this week. Yep. We do like a 20 so week block. do you train with a team? So we train with a surf club. A club. So yeah. who's your club, Miami? So Surfers Paradise. Surfers Paradise. Yeah, right in the heartland, hey. Right there, yeah, 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 it's very famous. Like obviously the gold star with like the, you know, the blue, light blue um, colored cap. So yep. it's got- Arguably, like the greatest in our sport of all time, in Trevor Hendy. Like, if you ask your parents, um, yeah, you know, a lot of people listening would would know who that is. He's, yeah, he's the best ever. I think, or one of, if not the best ever. So he's the, he's the president of our club, and so yeah, we train with the group that's there, and then you know, down the road, there's other clubs, and similar to here, I guess, is mm. there's Torquay and you know, Janjak and Lawn and things like that. So that's my club. From a business point of view, then, does the club? pay the athletes or are you guys self-funded by your own deals great and question, commercial? Mate. Yeah. Great question. Yeah, it's um, it's a funny one. All the clubbies out there will, would have loved to have heard this. It just yeah. it really depends on the surf club and yeah. what 
they can sort of do for you. So, so for example, with Service Paradise, like they're really big in the community in terms of like going out to schools. And so their ambassador program pays us as athletes to yep. join that club. And in return, you're, you're doing a lot of like community sort of work within that surf club. And then on top of that, um, once you qualify into the professional series, that's when sponsorship comes along and obviously yep. prize money and just more opportunity to to make ends meet, really. Yeah. It's, mm. it's, it's really interesting, isn't it? Because it's, I, I've always like- mm. It is. It, it is. It makes the singular athlete game so much more competitive mm. as well. And like, I think it's from a team sport athlete, like it's, it makes you really go, fuck these guys and girls have to hustle so hard to yeah. not only do what they love, but to actually make a living off it. Yeah. And then, you know, without pumping up your tires, you're extremely sort of marketable guy as mm. well, handsome young man. Thanks, mate. And- <laughs> You know, you, you're one that can go really well mm. with these sort of things, but for other people, it's, it doesn't come as natural. No, it's definitely hard. Like you get guys that 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 are a bit shy behind the camera, yeah. and you know that that don't want to get on social media, and that's so fine. You know what I mean? Um, but it's competitive as all hell. Like there's there's 20 guys in the Ironman series each year, so mm. you've got to requalify your spot and. Those 20 guys are going out to, you know, like all different types of sponsors and companies to try and, hey, I'm better than this guy. You should sponsor me. I, I need this. And if you think about it, like on the Gold Coast, that's where most of the Iron Men and Iron Women live. So mm. it's like it is a competitive market. And, you know, again, I've been super um, fortunate, like with the the sponsors that I've had for like a number of years now and the relationships that I've had. So yeah, who are these sponsors? I've got, yeah, I've got a few. Yeah. I've got a few. Obviously, Nutrigrain. Nutrigrain. We love Nutrigrain, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nutrigrain. And then obviously, Shore and Partners is the main main one. Yeah. Uh, Shore and Partners Financial Services. They're huge. And Engine. We love Engine them. Swimwear. If I he, love Engine. Yeah. You love Engine? Oh, I do, yeah. Andy and Toby would love to hear that. I love hey. Andy and Toby. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we love them all. But, mate, I feel bad if I if I miss it, miss anyone. But, yeah, obviously, I've got, I've been really lucky with, yeah. I feel like, yeah, as I said, it's been extremely lucky with the people that I've had no, from, well, from the get go. Obviously, you're doing a great job. At, uh, <laughs> Thanks, to, mate. To, but know, yeah, that's the training week. It's really interesting. It's super interesting. It is. When I was, um, I feel really, you know, try and work the my show, but when I ran my marathon, mm, um, I heard I was about it. Training, <laughs> I was training quite hard for that. You can run though. Uh, funnily enough, no. Like I was very quick um, mm. back in the day, but the calves now are no tearing a lot. Yeah. Um, doing most mornings in the shower now I do uh, calf raises, calf raises yeah. and study cold so I'm back on those and started cold did you say did you say you're getting in it's cold I have been ending on cold yeah right for yeah, how long like probably three seconds it's like just yeah it's just a once over that's so good sort of thing. oh I'm not gonna lie I'm not doing it anymore so I couldn't I couldn't go with the lie man <laughs> I'm not doing it it's winter now I got off the plane, as I said, I'm like, man, it's cold. Oh, my God. This it's is so good I'm for such you. a fraud, man. It's so good for you. But so, I love the calf raise thing. The calf raise thing. Thank you. Like, but, yeah. Is that the habit stacking? It's a habit stacking. Exactly. Yeah. So, you can build them up. Mm. God, you know more than me. It's, it's perfect. No, um, I listen to the MMRE thing yeah, she was that, talking about. But it. that's what it is. It's yeah. like every time I go in the shower, I, I align it with my calf raises. So. so, how many can you do? Um... That's the question. So at the moment I'm doing twenty, but when I say twenty, they're not like up downs. They've got to be three up, yeah, three down, just yeah. to grow the. You know, I've had a lot of calf strain, so unfortunately I could write a program for anyone on how Same. to do them. So we could, we could, yeah. we've had you soleus or gastro. I did. Or? I was torn my calf last year. I think it was down low or high. High. Yeah. Okay. Straight through the guts, like a seven, like yeah, the big belly. You would have had heaps. Oh, of mate, them, heaps. Three footy. Bloody hurt. What shoes do you run in? Um. So I keep thinking shoes are going to fix it. Yeah, well, like, but I know. That, that, so are you tearing it on sand though, or no? On, I tore it running. Yeah, like, running. so running 
for that race, like you obviously jump, throw the shoes on, you do a fair bit of running, not yeah. heaps, not yeah, like you, you guys. I, I wear hockers. Oh, you wear hockers? For, for the long distance what, stuff. What, the Clifton's or the- The, yes, the Clifton's, yep. they're grey with a bit of yellow yeah, in yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I you wear, like them? I, they're really good for long, slow. Yeah. But then when I'm running, um, if I'm doing like a 5K or something with the boys after work, I often put on just like my Nike- um, Pegasus or something. Pegasus. That, the Nike Pegasus yeah. is the best shoe mm. I reckon I've ever worn in my life. Mm. Like, And they, the best thing about it is they don't change it too much. They just keep nah. it the same. And Have you got the recent ones? The green? The 40s? i got the green ones. Is that the four, like the Pegasus? You know how they've nah, got like the- See, I reckon 30, I've got the 37s. So do I, I so, think. Yeah. <laughs> upgrade, I've got hey. the 37s. Let's the shop now, hey. Yeah. Hey, uh, you know, how long are you down for? Uh, till tomorrow. <sighs> okay. There's Why? this place um, in Melbourne. Mm. I want to introduce you to the guys. Mm. It's called Up There Athletics. Oh, yeah. Have you heard of Up There Athletics? No, I haven't. So, Up There Store is a, like, um, really cool. It's actually this hoodie's from Up There Store. It's like a- I like it, Just yeah. a cool, like, streetwear brand. A lot like Alfred's. Like, mm. really, really cool stuff. They actually, like, wholesale. Uh, they get, like, a lot of good brands in. But they've there's a massive, massive run club um, yeah, movement right. in Melbourne. Like- Huge. Yeah. Huge. Like huge, like there's there's more fucking run clubs than footy clubs. It's crazy, <laughs> and up there, athletics have like the coolest like running kits. They have the best runners. They have like yeah, hawkers, right. not like that. Is that where every you go single yeah. got your stuff from? Yeah, yeah, I go there. Like just uh, no sponsor like, or anything. Like just, just, it's just, like, just really really good. Mm. So they have every single runner you can get. Like but the best like versions of them. So and advice like, for it advice too. Advice and stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what you go for. Hey, but I go. I'm a big. <laughs> this is why I keep carrying um tearing my calf. I'm a massive look guy. So am I. Like. You could tell me I'd never wear tear a calf again, but they did the ugliest shoe, and I'm, I'm gonna, just I'm, I'm wearing the I'm wearing back to what looks cool. <laughs> you seem like the the races, you yeah. know, doing the marathon I'm in like, those. Eh? I don't care, mate. No, I'm I, the same. I want to look good. No, I'm the same. Even with 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 what I wear, the joggers, even like with my board and scale, I want it to look good. Yeah. So with look your, good, feel good, right? Look good, feel good, perform good, mm. tear good. Yeah. With the calves, <laughs> with your kits, mm. do you like the runners you wear when mm. you run? Are they like the slide-ons or do you tie up or well so in all our races right so obviously all of them are on sand yeah. so you never wear joggers in a race like no but even more like with the stuff that you're doing sideways uh, sideways on like oh road, yeah like, yeah yeah do you just wear normal just wear normal joggers yeah normal joggers yeah 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 i was yeah. gonna say in the race we do in 20 weeks time which is which is called the cooling out of gold right yeah. so that's like a it's a it's a marathon race so you start originally you start you used to start from surfers and race all the way down to cooling gutter mm-hmm. And then all the way back up. They made a movie about it in like 1981. It's a long way. Yeah, it's a long way. And that was like the first major race I ever won. That was like the thing that not skyrocketed me, but gave me that sort of confidence. And I know, sorry, mate, I know we're going here, there and everywhere. I love but it. in terms of that's where you probably would wear a shoe. So the last run leg's a 10K run leg on the mm. sand. So depending on the tide, if it's a low tide, you throw like, you throw flats on. But like, like, you know, last year it was, you know, the tide was like, it was, it was super high. So the sand sort of like, you know, sludgy sloppy soft right so you you can't run in shoes you're just running on like barefoot so that's the only time you'll you'll chuck a pair of shoes on in a race how um for the listener out there how hard is running on sand mm. compared to that's yeah, hard it is i'm fun. not very good at those so mate like i'm an okay runner but like the guys that are just you just gotta be light 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 like thinking light on thinking your feet. light on your feet yeah we we're talking about bondi before mm. i one of my friends charlie uh gearside up in sydney mm. he was like, come up to Sydney, we'll go for a run. This is when I was training for the, the marathon. So mm. I was probably in like aerobically. Good shape. My, my, my best fitness I'd been in. Mm. I ran up and back. Sorry, I ran up 
On from, the sand? From, yeah, on the sand. Yeah. Soft sand from yeah. North Bondi. Because I get a lot of people doing it, hey, like following like the wall up, hey. Yeah. yeah. We did that. I ran up, <laughs> waited for like a minute, and yeah. then halfway back and walked back. The it, calves just blew up. Calves, hammies, quads, glute. I'd never felt mm. it like that pain before. Mm. It was incredible. Yeah, it's tough. It's like, yeah, so the transitions obviously in our sport, are, are, you're running out of the water, mm. maybe up. 100 metres across 100 metres back in 100 metres. So the sand's not like that consistent. You don't need to be... It's more about the sprinting rather than the long distance. Yeah, we've had races over the years, don't get me wrong, where it's been like, you know, laps of a soft sand running course and then, you Mm. you know, just just, it's so much more fatiguing, isn't it, sand? Oh, it's crazy. Sinking through it. But you've got to have... I think that's where I've probably gone wrong over the years, like with my calves. It's, um, you know, I haven't done the work that's been required, I guess. Like, I've been told to do it and I'm like, no, I'll be right, I'll be right. Mm. And then... Bang, there goes your calf. Yeah. Not a good injury to try. Well, there's plenty of other injuries I'd not rather, but, you know, they just suck to come back from, don't they? Yes. You have <laughs> had a couple of bad injuries. Um, mm. Before we get into that, though, I'd love to talk about um, what I feel would be one of the biggest things that I'd love to tap into your brain is the mental side of mm. Ironmans. You spend a lot of time by yourself in mm. your own head, like even when you're talking before about training, swimming 200 laps. Like for me, that would be the hardest thing, not physically doing it, but just mm. being by yourself for that long. Mm. Where do you go in those times and what do you get? Like, do you have a coach that um, you talk about those sort of things? Like, what are you focusing on? What gets yeah. you through? Like, how Yeah, how does that work? Yeah, I'll definitely, I've definitely gotten better at it. And I've always, <clears throat> excuse me, like growing up in Kiama, there was well, obviously those couple of years, you did a fair bit of training on your own. So, it's something I just got used to. Mm. Um, and it's sort of motivating to me in a way, like that I can just go out there and do it on my own. But there's definitely days I am human, like where you go, oh man, I just wish there was someone here with me today just to talk to or just to keep me company. But I feel like when I'm doing that training on my own, it just gives me so much confidence because mm. I'm like, I'm doing it. I can do this on my own. I've got my watch. I know what I need to do. So I do, I still do like majority of my sessions with a group. But yeah, like in terms of like, do I get it now? Yeah, there's there's definitely moments like throughout, say swimming in the morning, you're, you're following a program, just like a gym program or a running program. So there's a warm up, there's like a, a pre-main set, a main set, you know, some warm down. So you, you, you're really focusing on what you're trying to get out of what, what the session is. So like, what's the intention? So I've definitely gotten better at, asking like whether it's Kyle or Zane and just saying, Hey, what what do we what do we what's the what's the goal this week? What's the goal with this session? What's the goal with that session? And I just try focus on those. If you look at a, a planner, I just try to look at like pick apart those sessions and try really just hit those as best mm. as I can. So yeah, the mind wanders. I often think about like what I'm doing that day, breakfast, you know, that sort of stuff. But then I also visualize a lot, deal when yeah. I'm in the pool. Like what and even training. You know, past races. Or, yeah, races. Yeah, past yeah. races, past like past guys that I've raced in terms of guys I looked up to and, and visualizing what they were doing and things like that. So um, that's always sort of like, I guess, spurring me on too. I think everyone that has competitive bone in their body has like that voice that goes in their head about like mm. certain things. Like, you know, if you don't get to the wall, mm. you're going to fucking die. Like, do you think yeah, about yeah. that? Sh- like, I always used to think the weirdest shit. Like, you know, if I don't make it, if I don't hold my breath till I get to that next lamppost, like I'll never play a game. Yeah, like, 100%. Shit like that. Oh, of course. Like that is the, yeah. you know, it doesn't That's get spoken. That's such a good grade. <laughs> doesn't, that get, doesn't that like oh, not get spoken about yeah, enough? Yeah, if I don't do this, I'm, yeah, not, that's Mate, not happening. I walk up the stairs sometimes here and go like, if I hold my breath and run up here as fast as I can, like, we'll be the best podcast in the world. Yeah. You know, I, no, just like- <laughs> that's, that's so strange because- Not strange, but I do the- It's strange because I do the exact same stuff. And you just don't stuff. realize you're doing it until you say it out loud. Yeah. Um, on the contrary to that, though, there's, you know, one thing that 
I also get is like the part where you know you're swimming or you're running you go oh mate like it's all good if you just stop now like yeah. that's all cool if you stop now yeah how do you silence that yeah it's hard isn't it I think there's definitely moments where you got to catch it before it's going to happen right mm. it might just you might not be feeling that day and sometimes it's for me being you know 32 it's like maybe not going to training today is like the best thing for me yeah you know so it's again ego check you've got to be like I can either go and I can like push myself and I could potentially get through it, but I also could potentially like injure myself or get sick or, you know, so, you know something might happen. Or I can just, just go, okay, today's not the day. I'm going to just, you know, does that make sense? Mate, like, I, I, it does. And I actually, re- no, I really appreciate your honesty because yeah. I'm so fucking sick of like David Goggins telling me that I need to get up and run 400Ks. It's not sustainable. <laughs> it's not something that like- So you're every, not doing that? It's, well, no, you, it's not something that like uh, people no. can actually relate to. Like no. you've got to have days, you've got to check yourself. Like you even do. yesterday I was, we did a pod and I was like, fuck, I just wasn't here yesterday. I was like, mm. it actually would have been better for me to just have the day off. Just not, yeah, not, not, do it. Not, not do it. But then your ego, your sports self, like, like, no, you're, you're you've got to push through this. Mm. Yeah, so definitely. As long as you're not just giving up all the time, you know, no, like not, not no. giving up. So as long as you're not, it, there's that part of it where you you gain trust. And I think like mm. to, to have those conversations with yourself that you're having mm. now, you actually have to have gone way too far the other way yeah, of in your past. And you yeah. have to learn to break. You actually have to break yourself first. Yeah. So I agree in the sense where with David Goggins would mention like- You've got to do that. You've got to break yourself. Yeah. You've got to learn. And then you've got to go, you know what? Mm. Now I'm doing- Whereas people that maybe haven't broken themselves and they always just take the- They're asking oh, for it now. I'm yeah. asking for it now. There's a difference. Yeah. That's such a great point. It comes from that maturity of being an athlete, maturity of being a competitor mm. where you can actually have the honest conversation. So true. So true. But I'm getting better at it. I'll make the mistake in this prep heaps. Mm. I'll go and, you know, the outcome will be, oh, I've missed training for the next three or four days. But, yeah, it's pulling yourself up before it happens. And, yeah, 100%. It's so fine to, like... Oh, it's good, man. It's great honesty because so, so many people sit there off, and go, hey. they'll just be like, nah, just fucking punch through But it. as long like- as you're doing it, yeah, as long as you're doing it for the right reasons. And, like, you know, when you're 20, 21, like, life's a little bit different, right? Like, it's... That's the time to get into it. 100%. Don't follow me. Don't copy me. Like, yeah. you can copy me with some of the things, but don't do the things that I'm doing. I've I've done that already. Yeah, yeah. Like I was doing that sort of stuff. So, yeah, it's a great point, mate. Really great point. The big moment for you. Mm. Now, I don't know how this actually occurred, but a double wrist break, mm. double skate foot. Mm. Not good. No, it wasn't good. It was uh, Friday afternoon, um, and I'll give you a bit of a backstory. It was... Um, so... <laughs> Our sport is trying to trying to get back on the map. It used to be one of the biggest, if not the biggest sports. I remember waking up to it every morning just on TV. Yeah, it was huge. You ask your parents and stuff like that. And and most people you bump into, when you tell them what you do, not that I tell them that I'm an Ironman, I tell them something else. You had that jump run today, I'm an Ironman. <laughs> <laughs> You're wearing it around. It's Darcy getting that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was the first thing I let off in the conversation. <laughs> Can we just make sure we cover off Ironman? How good I am. You did say um, that. So yeah, they wanted they were trying to put it back on the map, surf life saving um, that year, and and what they tried to do was introduce sort of like a ninja warrior, the live golf of Ironman. Correct, live golf sounds that looks great. Yeah, it does look fun, doesn't it? Yeah, it looks really good. Do you like it? I do. Yeah, you like it. Yeah, I, yeah, I watch like the it. full swing thing. Like, How I'm not a huge that? golfer, but I'll play. I can it wasn't play. as good as the F1 one, but it was. It's it was up good. there. Yeah, it was really good. I really liked it. Um, but they tried to bring introduce an Ironman race. 
and at the same time have like Ninja Warrior components okay. of it. And what they did was um, they yeah like increased the prize money, and and it caused it caused a massive divide in our sport. A lot of people, a lot of the traditionalists like in live golf, and even I guess you could probably say like twenty twenty cricket back in the day. Everyone's yeah. like, you can't do that. Like, um, so it cr- crazy, created this divide, and and where I sort of got caught out, deal I was. I just didn't make a decision. I was sort of like speaking to the promoters, but then also speaking to people over the other side of the fence that were like, you can't do that, like stuff them sort of thing. And anyway, on on, on like a Friday afternoon, I went out to a, 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 like a promotional shoot um, where they were just taking photos of me and my mate. like For the of, new event? For the new event yeah. to use, um, you know, like photos, videos. And they were like, jump up on a set of monkey bars. And you can say no more. Like I jumped up, fell down. Have you done the jump and just like yeah, fallen back? Just on like they're pretty high too. Like like I don't know how high. Monkey that, bars are monkey. They're, they're, they're high. Pro- it was a proper like stunt park, and you know like it was they were high. And I remember falling, and you've been obviously injured on the footy field. Like I was in shock to start, mm. and I remember just looking at my wrists, and they were. I'll show you a photo. They were like bent. Like do you like? I hate looking at that stuff. Oh, I don't. Are yeah. you okay with I'm it? I'm okay with it. I'll show you some photos Please after. Please do. We'll flip it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember him just like being like an S, an S Ben. And and thank God my mate, he came running over and he was like, Yo, you're good? And I was like, no, I'm all, I'm all good. Just thinking that we're just going to like pop back into place. And I remember getting in the car and they were like taking to hospital. I was starting to get into a fair bit of pain. I was like walking around like a, a zombie because mm-hmm. I was like, I couldn't lift my arms. And yeah, I got in the car and the guy that was driving me to hospital was like, I was like, how bad, how bad do you reckon it is, mate? He's like, I reckon, I reckon, mate, they're just dislocated. And I was like, oh, how long do you reckon I'll like miss training? Because, you know, I was well and truly into the preparation for like, you know, my season. And he was like, oh, mate, I reckon two, three weeks. I was like, mate, I can't miss two fucking weeks of training. Like, what was I doing here? And then mm. I got into hospital. The triage nurse saw me and she was like, you're going to need surgery. And I was like, on both. And I was like... What does that what does that mean? I've never had surgery before. And then um yeah, it hit me pretty hard that night that I was like, you know, I I got caught out because I I was trying to please both parties, if that makes sense. That's my life story, man. Yeah. Like I'm a I was just like, Yeah, I agree, I agree. And then over the other side I was like, Yeah, I agree. And that took me like eighteen months to figure out like where it sort of went wrong. I wouldn't have been in that position if it wasn't for me sort of just standing up and being myself. Do you think like universally that was a bit of like oh, a- It had to happen. Yeah. For you just to be like, yeah. mate, make you- Yeah. Yeah. It's similar to like all the- Are you a people pleaser? Yeah. Me too. Do you have a bit of anxiety? <laughs> yeah. 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 Me definitely. Too. Yeah. 100%. I think I'm it's like, a- babe, does this text sound okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, mate. We, I think we're more similar than we think. But it's, I think a big thing for me, like when I yeah, learned yeah. about myself is that people pleasing thing. And yeah. it's almost like just fucking, I'm trying to get really better at just being honest, having the conversation early, being like- because I can, I can see it. The situations that come most days, people say, do you want to do this? And in my head, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'll go to them. Yeah. And in my head, I'm going, I oh, know this is going to end badly because I don't want to do it, yeah. but I'm doing it but because you can't you're asking say, me. No. Because you're what, what, worried. You're obviously worried like me about Just, like yeah, what they might think what about What they might you. think or yeah, am I letting them down? You want to try and please everyone. And 100%. Yeah. So that's what happened that day. It was- Yeah. So you had the surgery. How long? So Eight I got weeks? in hospital and they were just like- um, and I was really lucky. I should give a plug to QScan Radiology and Hal Rice. We love I'm, them. You love QScan? Yeah, we love QScan as well. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. They were huge. <laughs> yeah, they're down here. Yeah, oh, I don't think they are, but, mate. If we're out there, yeah, we break yeah, our wrists. Are, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're in there, if you break your wrist. If you've park and you've done that, ring those guys. We're going to QScan. But yeah, like, I just had, from the moment it happened, I had just great people around me. Yeah. And I know that's a throwaway line, but in terms of like the surgeon- 
the scans, everything like that, it happened like so quick. Yeah. I'd hate to imagine what it'd be like if I didn't like this sounds so cocky, have a name. It's scary. To hear people talk about it because it's like when I'm finished in a couple of years' time, if I do that, I'm just going to It's crazy. Like and I feel weird even talking about it myself, but like you mm. when I we were in, uh, when I was playing footy, like you'd hurt your ankle or your knee. I'd yeah. be in surgery that night. Yeah, like, 100%. Like scans, you go straight and you get yeah. a scan. Recently, something happened. I think I hurt my back. Yeah. And I went to this thing. I was like, oh, can I get a scan? Like, yeah, you have to come back in six weeks. I was like, six weeks? The fuck am I meant to do for six weeks? Like, yeah. what am I even meant to do for that time? Yeah, yeah, like, I need to fix now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It's yeah. crazy how- Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. So I just had, again, like you, like the pick of- not the pick, but like I had a guy that was like, see this person, do that, we'll get you in straight away. It's it's crazy how much of the world is like what not what's the what what the saying like what you know, it's like who you know. Yeah. So yeah, it just required and I think that's where the journey sort of started, mate, in terms of like, you know, it's crazy. Like I broke two wrists at the same time, you know, like I went into the hand therapy every day for twelve weeks, getting Ubers out there because I couldn't drive. And that's probably when deal like it, you know, physically trying to do the rehab for the first couple of times was not was nuts i just thought they'd whack some casts on me like we spoke about before off air like with a fiberglass cast on and i'll just start training again but it wasn't the case i was you know 30 years old and 29 30 and you just don't not that you don't heal like that anymore but it's like when you're 10 or whatever or 12 you break your wrist like your your bones heal so quick i think they do anyway that's what they say Mm. but when you're 30 and you're a professional athlete and you need to use your hands like all the time like we we paddle an 18 kilo ski like we're dragging that in the water like imagine going to portsy and rolling that and thinking like you know like i've got to hold this ski in my hand so yeah that that's the the physical side was really hard to start like getting my head around it oh my god this is going to actually take a long period of time it was after that once i got over that it was the mental stuff mate and that's yeah. when i really struggled like with you know i was depressed massively you know like i still have bouts of it now that, that they're still like hardwired into my system that yeah. i just felt like some days getting in the car because i couldn't drive i could see my subaru outback sitting in the driveway and just wanting to drive into the wall because I was just like, I just want to feel something else. I want to take the pressure away from my wrists and just do something else sort of thing, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it was, um, yeah, it all came to sort of like a head one day when I was down the beach with, with my wife and we had an argument over nothing. And I remember us both, I remember just like breaking down and being like, I need to see someone, I need to speak to someone because if I don't, I don't even care about Iron Man anymore. Like, I just want to feel happy. I just got married, just got back from Hawaii. I live on the Gold Coast in a, like a nice place. Like I have, I have everything. I'd had all the results by then. But at that stage in my life, I was like, I've got, it was, it was, it was depressing. I was waking up and I had nothing to look forward to. I don't know if you've ever experienced that. Like I was like, oh, what am I doing today? Definitely. Like, so that, that sort of like pivotal moment, I guess, like changed everything. Like I, I started seeing someone. I still see it, see her today, Lisa, and and she's she's been incredible. Like she's been so good. And then the first thing was getting me happy again, and I didn't didn't care. Like I wasn't wasn't focused on. So many people were like, when are you coming back? Like are you gonna win again? Like all that sort of stuff. But at that stage, I was like, well, I don't really care if I come back. And if I do come back, I'm coming back different. Mm-hmm. So seen her, and it was an 18th month period from I think when I did it in. You know that 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 off season until I raced because it was a COVID year, so I missed that whole. So it was like I think it was my dad's really big on dates and times and numbers. It was like it was like maybe seven hundred days or something like that until wow. I'd raced in between races. So I just finished racing and I think I'd um 
I think I'd won everything that year. And as I said, I sat out for 18 months and then, yeah, was lucky enough to to want to have the drive and the passion and and love. It was the love that sort of brought me back. And I think it was it was Danny too, Dill. Like it was um, he- How old was he at the time? He was three weeks, three wow. weeks old. And I just was like, I feel like I owe it to everyone else. I feel like I owe it to myself more self, more more so than anyone, but to him too, in a, in a way, you know, in a selfish way. I was like, I want to, you see that footage of like, you know, dads in my sport that are down there with their kids in the water after racing. And I just wanted to feel, I wanted to know what that was like, mm. you know, like you'd, you'd see it as a 20 year old, you'd finish a race and, you know, you'd see the 30 year old there with their, their dad, their, their kids there. And you're like, I wonder what that would felt like. So that sort of really drive me. Drove me, sorry, as well. But mm. I love that. Mm. I love the. I appreciate the, the nah. openness and honesty. No, nah, I, I love talking yeah. about it. The, you know? when you when you're talking about how to get happy again, mm. like, do you think for you it was more the part you were just taken away from something you wanted to do, or was it was there underlying? Was it? Do you reckon it was there the whole time that you weren't addressing? Yeah, I think it's a bit of both. Yeah, I think it's a bit of both. I think through school, I like I went through like a thing where I was like, like we spoke about before, like yeah. I'm only good at one thing. Yeah. You know, yeah, that identity. Yeah, that identity yeah. thing. So, like, I was walking around the street, and and that's sort of when, like, that. I guess you could, you you would call it anxiety, like or panicking. Like, I remember like going. Kel dropped me at the hand therapist, and she had to go to work after. So she drove me back to the beach because I just want to see the beach and walk along mm. there and and drive home. And I remember I walk home sorry because I couldn't drive. And I remember running into someone, and I could see them walking up to me, and I didn't want. I was so embarrassed about what just happened. Like I didn't want. I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to see anyone. And I remember just getting really like panicky around someone. I was like, what the hell's happening yeah, to me? Like, it's not me. I'm, I'm so confident around people to talk to. It's like my bread and butter. But yeah, there was definitely times like that. And I think, yeah, that whole underlying issue of, yeah, I think it's been there forever. Mm. That, that people mate, pleasing I, stuff, like I that resent, whole identity. I, yeah. I was like, even now, mate, I still struggle with it. Like if I don't win this year, I think people aren't going to like me or love me or care for me. But I know- I had that. I had that lesson three years ago, four years ago, whenever it was, and I've got to reflect on that. Even talking about it today, like I love talking about it because it makes me go, "Oh no, I've you actually say it out got loud and stuff." I've, yeah, yeah, I've actually got people there that don't care what happens. win, lose, or draw. So now I'm going out just for the pure of wanting to do it. That's awesome, man. Mm. Oh, this is a. It's it's hard to articulate this, and I spoke about it a little bit, but it's almost like with this stuff with the insecurities and the anxieties and all these things we go through, I've found like, for me personally, my anxiety is like my worst enemy, mm. but it's almost like my best friend. True. Because yeah. it like, you go through what you go through, but it also makes you who you are. Of course. It makes you so alert into like certain things that you wouldn't necessarily be if you didn't have it. Yeah. So it's sort of a hard one. Like when you say for you, you can go through these bits and pieces. And I had something recently as well where it just fucking threw me. Mm. And I'm past it, but you still like go, oh, fuck, like, is that going to come back? Or, yeah, of course. Or something like that. So it's- Well, it makes us who we are. It's like that other it saying. It is. It makes it? you like, who you are. It's like, like you, as wouldn't much be, as I, yeah. you wouldn't be so good at this if it wasn't for that. Yeah. And that's I the hard so, anyway. I think that's why you're so good at what you do. It's like- you Seriously messed up. <laughs> you're a strange unit. It's a strange unit. No, in, yeah. in all seriousness, I think that's yeah. what makes, and that's what, yeah, makes, yeah, exactly, makes no, you who you are. I appreciate that, man. One mm. thing that I reckon, you know, I, I think that you should be extremely proud of, though, because of that, and I'm putting two and two together now, because mm. before this, I didn't know you that well. Like, mm. I, I saw you, and I'm so surprised. Well, I'm not surprised, because- you know, when you think you see someone, the outside mm. perspective, and you go, oh, wow, like, you know, he's got this and he's got these other businesses. Like, how cool he's been, this guy. But now hearing this story, mm. am I wrong in saying that, like, gentlemen and the gym 
Mm. What, what was a gym? Active. Active, active gym. Yeah. Has that come from that going like, I need to diversify myself here. I want to find other things that I'm passionate about and not just have all my eggs in one basket. Did that yeah, come from maybe that or was that always- so, so Active started before I got injured yeah. and then got injured and during that time, like I, I sort of like, I didn't really have, like I had a role at active, I guess, yeah. pre-injury. Post-injury, I like got back in more and, and sort of like helped a lot more and sunk my teeth in. And then obviously COVID hit. And around that time, that's when the idea for the gentleman came up with with the same business partner yeah, right. um, that we have the gyms with. So, you know, my wife and Bridget and Ant, like we came up with the gentleman idea and yeah, and but but yeah, it's been a bit of both, really. Like it's definitely taught me that you've got to have something else mm. to do, and you got to enjoy something else that you have. And I think um, it's also you need to stress about something else. Yeah. So this year, like here's a here's a good thing. Like I, I stepped away from the gym this year. Mm. I said to around this time last year, I was like, no, I just want to focus more on my racing. I'm 32. I want to just I want to have a really good year and end up having like a really good year at the start and, and the end. Like I won the, the first race of the year and the last race of the year, two really big ones. But the middle part of the year was terrible for me. Yeah. And I feel like it has to do with because I was like- 100% into something. Yeah. yeah. And then the, I've done the opposite too where I've done, but I just think it's, I don't know. It's there's an interesting- th- that There's no formula. There isn't. Because you hear people say, oh, throw all your eggs in one basket and do nothing. Well, it's, it's just on this, again, this is like the same thing I was talking to those young boys about. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like- what works for you what doesn't work for I me. Know. And it's yeah. like, who am I to go and tell these guys to go and do something? It's like, do you reckon Dustin Martin fucking has yes. a podcast on the side? Like, no, he's Dustin Martin. He does footy mean- and he does his thing and that's best for him. Mm. But like other guys and other girls, like they might need, they need to. to do different things. Yeah. So there's no- Right or wrong. There's no right or wrong. You've got to, no. you've got to work it out what's no. best. But I found for me, I've got this really sick uh, thing at the moment that I probably need to fix, but it's like <laughs> the more the merrier. It's like I'm killing it, going really well, think I'll add something else, start a new business, crash, yeah, burn, build myself up again, get on top of it, start something else, burn. <laughs> like, so I love that though. It's sort of a good way to test yourself in some ways. Oh, like, I like I, that. I, Again, this is not advice to anyone, but I almost <laughs> think out there, like, I've just realized you can't be happy all the time. No. You can't, like, no. you really can't. And no. I go through these periods where, like, fucking awesome. And, mm. you know, you, you know, it's all about the good. It's never good. It seems never as bad as it seems. But mm. unfortunately, I think you need a bit of a roller coaster in your life. Well, I do. You've got to. Um, otherwise, it just gets fucking pretty boring. I think you've got, that's like one thing, like, you speak of roller coaster. I think going into this year, like, I'll be aware of that that can happen. Mm. I think at the start of last year, I was like, Yep, get rid of active, get rid of the gentleman. I'm just purely focused on And I'm just going to be on this thing. I'm yeah. going to have nothing to do. All I'm going to be doing is ice bathing and massaging and training and just being a dad and being a really good Ironman. Mm. But it turns out more comes on your plate. I don't know. That's just, I'm a big believer in the universe gives you what you need at that time. And yeah. it gave me that. And now I'm like, you know, obviously down here at the moment and we're opening a gym in Melbourne in Eltham, which is yeah. really exciting. That's uh, awesome, man. Mm. And hey, we're uh, Victoria. Give us a like. So funnily enough, Baldy. Yeah, in get the him, office, get him a membership. he lives out in E Town. Does he train? They call it E Town, by the way, E-town. for all those people out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you, you're going out in Eltham. Is that the yeah. first one in Victoria? First one in Victoria. Yeah, yeah. It's really it's it's, it's huge, right? I have to like, get out there too, man. I have to. Yeah, yeah tomorrow morning, five thirty. Well, we're going to Philippines tomorrow, so we're a bit uh, yeah. What we're, time's the flight tomorrow? Nah, it's early. Yeah, it's, it's around six. <laughs> we'll see anything if I see anything otherwise. <laughs> see you somewhere well, else when we get back. When we get back, we'll yeah. Be there. No, no, it's a great. It's you know, I'm I'm again really fortunate with the opportunities I've had with the yeah. business partners that I've got to have this opportunity because I'm you know my my bread and butter. Are, if you will, like is is still in Ironman racing. I've it still is, hopefully got a couple more years left. You do. Um, I love though that you're still 
doing other things. And yeah. again, we just mentioned it's not for everyone, but I love that you're a bit like me. You like to do yeah. bits and pieces. Yeah, Is there anything? What's the plans with Gentlemen? So it's sort of like in, you know, I've got to be, I guess, I guess I've got to be honest here. Yeah. Um, it's sort of just taken a backseat because yeah. Active is, has really sort of taken off, obviously, with, you know, the time when the gentleman kicked off there was there was one gym yeah now there's four and and hopefully more um down the track but you know it, it goes with like if you you know open a tube like you can scan the barcode of it it's got like a 30-day gentleman challenge we've got an app so you can do all these different What's things. A challenge so a challenge the might be yeah. reach out to darcy today that's cool or it might be like hey do that write someone day. a letter so there's all these all these different 30-day challenges that are like scientifically proven to like help you with your mental health and make yeah. you happier so we came up with them myself and my business partner that that's also had his struggles too like everyone has and we're like let's i think one day we're just like let's just make a moisturizer and let's let's coincide it with you know mental health so we just haven't really gotten oh, the time and the traction where we want it to get to i honestly believe like i'm a big sucker i swim in the chlorine i'm in the sun all the time mm. my skin's gonna be terrible in the future um but the the gentleman is such a good moisturizer yeah moisture it's important man my missus is on me hard you know the only thing she ever gets upset with me about What's is that? being in the sun too much mm. so i can sunscreen do, you golf you, i can do, do sunscreen anything on the golf? well i was gonna golf? ask is there spf in that no can we can we we could probably can mix we talk some. off air about this yeah we could i hey. think we should um i'm putting you on the spot now mm. you might have to call the business partner here but is there a little code for our friends just to, if they oh, want to check it out yeah, yeah let's a, make a code up can we now do a dylan friends one yeah 100 done throw the code out check it out guys we'll put a link in the show notes for the channel many tubes and as yeah. i said it's um i'm not no, just no, the, i'm not just bullshitting no there's not many left <laughs> there's not many left guys. Gonna get in quick. there's three get, left yeah there's three left i feel bad i turned up today with three thinking to be like yeah you, you guys i know there's eight of us here and we're gonna have to share three tubes no they That's- are very um what's the code what's the word it's, it's they're very generous you only need a tiny bit okay and it smells great we'll share it you said something before that i really liked and i, I can't remember exactly what it was but it was about like life is for you or something like that Mm. And it got me to this um, TikTok I've really been watching a lot lately. Mm. I love, I reckon you'll like it. Timothy Chalamet says, life is coming from you, not at you. Say that again. Life is coming from you, not okay. at you. Wow. So I want to play it. I don't know if we can actually is hear it. Is that Timothy like, Chalamet, the actor? Oh, great it's, guy. A, it's like this really cool yeah. quote that I love because it talks about life. Yeah. He's actually coming, whatever you come is actually coming from, from you, you. Yeah. not at you. Yeah. Because people are like, oh, fuck, there's so much shit going on. Look at this stuff coming at me. It's like, what's actually coming from you. Yeah, play it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, how much, how good is it when there's a bit of emotive music behind it as well? Quite. going to break me down here. <laughs> when there's a bit of a piano behind a quote, it just adds it. I'm an emotional guy too. Me too. You can be the master of your fate, you can be the captain of your soul, but you have to realize that light is coming from you and not at you. Yeah, I love that. Life is coming from you, know that. You it like hits that, you, don't? doesn't it? It does. It makes you go, huh? Pondering. Um, what's next for us? I'm gonna. I always say, what's next for you? At the end, as you would know. But what's we can next do for us. us? I reckon we could do some cool things together. I think we could uh, like get the boys in nippers. Miami, we'll go to them nippers. Yep. Yeah, take them to um, Hog's Breath. We can do the whole Gold Coast thing. I'll pick up from Gold Coast <laughs> Airport. You should fly out one weekend. We'll have a good weekend. No, mate, we would have a good weekend. We'll go up to we'll Alfred's get Alfred's. apartment. Yeah, get a coffee there. We'll go to the um, Ripley's, believe it or not. Yep, there's Top have Golf. A bit of a swim, Top Golf. I haven't been to the Top Golf top up there good. yet, but that'd be cool. Do you play? Uh, I play a little bit. Yeah. We can go play. Yeah, we'll we play. can definitely go play. Mick Fanning's got a. Um, I'm golf playing day. next weekend. Are you playing the golf day? Are you playing? No. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get invited. Uh, you're the field beds, No, though. I'm going on the field beds. No, I, I am didn't. playing. I am playing. Oh, I'm not. I'm not playing that. I would love to though. Do you want me to? I'll put some feelers out there. Can hey? you for next year just sort of like I'll put some feelers out now? Yeah. When is it? It's next Friday. I'm back. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna send an email this <laughs> afternoon. 
I'm back. <laughs> I an, could literally come straight from Manila yeah. to GC. When, when do you get back? Uh, Wednesday. Would you come? I'd come. You'd 100%. come? 100%. I'm a, don't tempt me on this shit, man, because I'm a big like- I'm, 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 I'm going to put- If you want me to- Yeah. And again, it's hard, because you, even with this, like you put yourself out there, right? And you're like- You know, the best part will be- you're way bigger that, than- you're, you're huge. No, the fact that if they uh, ask you no to come on the play. And then, then it's like everyone's- This is getting released on Monday. So everyone's oh, going, oh, no, oh, next yeah. week if yeah, I'm not there. Yeah, you I was busy. No, we can cut that out. Yeah, cut no, that out. we don't cut shit out. Um, mate, thanks so much today. I really appreciate no, it, bro. It's, it's been bloody, awesome. As I said, I've done a, f- a few podcasts. Not, again, not to be done at myself, but I love the way that it works in here like that. Yeah. doesn't really feel like you're on a podcast, hey? Well, no. Great job. Don't know what to say. <laughs> um, mate, we really appreciate You know what? I'd actually really, really enjoyed it too. I'm not just saying that, but mm. I'd love to just have you on more. Mm. Whenever you're down, let's do stuff. And 100%. I love like-minded people, so I appreciate you. Appreciate it, mate. Thank um, you. We'll get the boys together. and um, I, I forgot to mention as well, your wife sounds like a- Is it your wife yet? Kel, yeah. Yeah, she, it is. Wife, yeah. She sounds yeah. like a very beautiful she woman. Lot, so like, does yours. Lot, yeah, she is. Well, as I said, we'll pick you up in the Tarago and we'll- Have you got a Tarago? No, we don't, but we okay. can, we can get one. <laughs> Get one. <laughs> Sponsors. <laughs> Two boys um, in the back. That'd be awesome. Thanks so much, mate. Really thanks, appreciate, mate. It. appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another Producey podcast. If you enjoyed the show, that'd be a massive help if you could like, follow, rate, subscribe, tap the bell, leave a review, or even share with one of your friends, or you could do them all. If you want to get in touch to share feedback, suggest a guest, or advertise with one of our podcasts, then email hello at producey.com. Thanks for tuning in. IllyXX. KO's got you covered for this footy season with every game of every round live and ad break free during play. AFL, here we go. Carlton versus Melbourne with no ad breaks during play. That is going to be an absolute banger. Last time these two uh, got together, well, not the last time, when I was there, I kicked three. Freo versus Swans, live with no ad breaks during play, exclusive in Victoria. And the Hawks versus Saints, live with no ad breaks during play, is going to be an absolute blockbuster. It's a must win for both of these teams. And don't forget the NBA playoffs. Gee whiz, they are going off at the moment. So many big games to mention, and they will be absolutely enthralling. Watch every game live with both Eastern and Western conferences live with ESPN on KO. There's absolutely plenty of room for everyone, so get on board with KO. Now also available on Hubble.